are ready to go. What's going on? How are you, Alex? I don't know. I can't hear a thing now. <laughs> Wait a minute. My ears are singing. <laughs> it's just oh, something about this stupid. show. Yeah. You know, I could be talking with you for an hour pre-show. Just yep, 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 yep. But you give me that countdown, and boy, I get excited about talking about telling a damn story. I think what he's saying is that up until we start recording, I'm pretty boring to be with. <laughs> That's what it is. It's this snooze fest, babies. Um, All right. <laughs> no, he, no, he just he just opens up. He's Vesuvius. Boom. You know, once, once we start going. So, well, we have reason. We have reason to be a little excited this day. week. Yeah, another great day in the creative neighborhood. We are here together uh, to, to speak things, speak of many things. The, the main theme of today is going to seem like there's multiple levels. So I will start with uh, something that we say a lot, a lot, in that creatives, writers, artists, you know, of whatever form, we are always, always influenced by the life we live, the things that we take in, the things that we see and feel. And so today is going to be a reflection of that on several levels, um, not to mention, of course, some of the things that have been going on over the past few weeks that we should not forget about, uh, as we hope that we move towards a better, much better place in the future. So, Chris, start it off. All right, well, first of all... this all going to be, this, this experience we're about to, to share? First, we're going to talk about the future. Then we're going to talk about the past. Okay. So because if people have been not following... Jackson either. Okay. Yeah. People have been following Tell the Damn Story on uh, Insta or Twitter or Facebook or the various blogs. They know that something's coming. Blackjack is on his way. And uh, on June 30th, we got some new Blackjack dropping. Short story, folks. Not not the big graphic novel yet. And a not couple of other stories working on, but a nice short story. And uh, for <laughs> more hints about that, check out all our social media as we drop some stuff in there to, to play over the next couple of days. But while we were doing that, and it's, you know, it's, we'll say this much. It, uh, it is about what's been happening, right? Mm -hmm. has some kind of reflection on that and in our our preparations you know we remembered and 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 talked about uh, uh, sadly another you know another blackjack story that was born um out of another horrific yet another horrific event in america's history and that was charlottesville and um, if we go back to the podcast around that time, you and I were pretty heated. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought we were heated. But Tim Fielder, the legendary Tim Fielder. He who co-created Tell the Damn Story. Back that in- is correct. Right. And is about to drop some amazing stuff. So keep an eye on Tim Fielder. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was equally heated. And he, his heat went right through his arm into his uh, uh, artistic tools, and out came a nine-page blackjack story. And he just said, fellas, I have these visuals. It's a story. I don't have a word for it. And he sent it to us. And I remember begging you, can I take a shot at it? And you were kind enough and generous enough to say, yeah, go ahead. So... um, I wrote and sent it back to both you and Tim, and uh, you approved. And, uh, you know, there was great joy in the kingdom. Um, 
I, I would also add that, you know, since you mentioned the motions, there was a, it was a very emotional time, folks. That, you know, not, not, not just in terms of talking about, you know, Chris's enthusiasm for wanting to do the, 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 the story oh, or no. some of Chris and mine, uh, my feelings at the time over what inspired the story. Right. But whereas, you know, Chris is in New Jersey, I'm here in New York. Uh, what happened in Charlottesville was not that far away from Tim's uh, homeland. Right. And so we're talking about something that hit him at home in yeah. a much stronger way than either one of us experienced. I mean, you know, literally where he lived, right? Yeah. I mean, right in the dead center of his heart. And uh, I think you can feel it in the story. Mm -hmm. And it was the least I could do for Tim's art and for your creation to try and and do that some justice. So we'll see today whether that worked out or not. But the fact remains that, you know, life happened and we didn't get to finish this story and put it out. And we said to ourselves, we will, you know, and um, next the, the next crisis, next horrible event happened. Uh, everyone was in a different place and we couldn't quite, you know, get the focus down. And, you know, Tim's art and, and uh, projects have been skyrocketing and, and he put so much into it. If just look at the Blackjack Rapid Read covers, you know how much work he puts into his art. Yeah, so covers. So imagine what he does when he's working on a full scale graphic novel. Exactly. And some of the other and things he works on. We had played with different ideas at one point. He had talked about making each panel its full page and wanting to rework and all. Long story short, it's an unfinished tale. But we're at a time now where we just feel so strongly that uh, things are changing and that, uh, you know, people don't want to forget and people don't want to let things die down. Not this time. And uh, this is our small part to uh, to add to that movement, to keep the conversation going. And, uh, you know, also tip of the hat to, to Tim Fielder's inspiration and, and what he delivered to us. So uh, if it's OK with everybody, <laughs> Alex and I are going to try and give you the audio version of Only Seconds Left to Live. Right. All right, so now, uh, let me set this up for them so they know what to expect as this audio experience. Uh, Tim's artwork for the cover, totally finished, in color, beautiful. We're going to drop that. Um, we'll we'll share it, yeah. We'll see, and yes, you'll get to see it. If you haven't already seen it on any of the, uh, in one of the uh, posts that we did. But for sure, um, the pages were uh, loose uh, sketches. So we're not going to be uh, re reproducing those. But I will describe as best I can the action and try and keep the pacing with the very uh, economical but very much pinpoint uh, narrative that Chris has written. Thank you very much. Yes. And we'll do the best we can. Um, occasionally you'll hear a cut to that's just so me and Alex and I know to move on to the next panel. But there you go. Alex Simmons, Blackjack. Only seconds left to live by Tim Fielder and Christopher Wright. Page one, panel one. We see a thin black man tied up, sprawled on the ground, his hands bound behind his back. I'm gonna die in a field outside of Clarksdale, Mississippi. 
Panel two, the black man is rolled over slightly onto his back, looking up. They said I was trespassing. Panel three, we are looking from behind the black man up to see he is surrounded by a gathering of Klansmen in full robes and hood, and one of them holding some sort of object high above his head. They pulled me off my own back porch. Page two, panel one, a close-up of the frightened man's face. Help me, Lord. Panel two, we see the Klansmen have pulled the man to his feet and are dragging him past a small pickup truck. God's on our side, boy. We're doing the Lord's work right here. Panel three, another close-up of the black man as he seems to be looking up in a particular direction and more fear on his face. Panel four, a large establishment shot. We are behind the Klansmen as they drag the black man towards a tall tree in the distance. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Page three, a close-up of the Klansmen facing us, but in the distance, the far distance, we see a silhouetted form walking towards them. Panel two, a silhouette shot from the side as we see the pickup truck a Klansman is atop it, and in front of him, the other Klansmen are pulling the black man closer to the tree. One Klansman appears to be running towards it in anticipation. Thy kingdom come. Panel three. Same shot. The Klansmen are now all gathered beneath the tree and are huddled, apparently doing something, busying themselves with something. One man's holding something above his head. Thy will be done. Page four. Same shot, the Klansmen have gathered beneath the tree. They've thrown a rope over one limb and have attached it to the neck of the black man. On earth. Panel two, they've hauled the man into the air, his feet dangling and kicking. And in the crowd of Klansmen, we can see them holding rifles and things above their heads. As it is in heaven. Panel three, another shot of the Klansmen facing us, happy and jubilant with their work. But behind them, the figure has approached. He appears to be holding two long objects, one in each hand. Panel five, we see now from the angle of the, the man who has approached him, he is behind the Klansman, they have turned to face him. We see he is holding two long sabers, one in each hand. We see Blackjack, he has leaped above the Klansman. He's coming down on them, a fierce expression on his face, wielding a sword in each hand. Page six, panel one, he is cutting through the first man in the gathering. Panel two, a quick shot, a close up, of the hanged man, his tongue sticking out of his mouth, his eyes bulging with fear. Give us this day. Panel three, Blackjack has cut through a third Klansman. Panel four, he stabbed the fourth Klansman. Panel five, another shot close up of the hanged man as his eyes begin to slowly close. Our daily bread. Panel six, Blackjack has cut through yet another man. Panel seven, and another, he stabs him straight through. Panel eight, the eyes of the hanged man are closing almost completely shut, his mouth hanging open. And forgive us. Panels nine, Blackjack has stabbed the final Klansman. Page seven, an establishment shot of Blackjack standing before the slaughtered Klansman, and above him, the man is hanging from the rope. Blackjack staring up at him, horror and disbelief. Our trespasses. Panel two. Close up of the hanged man, his eyes shut, death closing in on him. Panel three, a side shot of the same victim dangling from the tree, his head hanging. Panel four, a shot of Blackjack looking up, preparing to do something with one of his swords. 
panel five. Blackjack has slashed through the rope and the man is dropping. Page eight. Blackjack is resuscitating the victim, his eyes wide open, his mouth aghast as he takes in that first breath of air. Panel two, Blackjack has placed the man to recover in the back of the pickup truck and has picked up a shovel and begun digging. He didn't speak much. Panel three, it is a silhouette. We are inside a well-dug grave. Above us, we see Blackjack holding a body high above his head. Just said the rebel flag. Panel four. Blackjack has thrown another body into this deep and dark grave. Should have been surrendered at the Appomattox courthouse. Page nine. An establishment shot. The victim, recovering fully, sits in the back of the pickup truck, watching his family approaching on foot. To the right, Blackjack stands, shovel in hand, his business finished. Just keeps that damn war alive, he said, as my kin arrived. Last panel. A large establishment shot. In the distance, we see a silhouette of the hanging tree. And to the right of it, tearing off into the distance, the pickup truck with all aboard, kicking up dust in their wake. They had hired him, took everything we had in the world. But we got out of there. When he gave me their money back, all he said was, keep studying. Become the doctor you want to be. That's how we'll finally end this war. I never even learned his name. The end. Yeah, there it is. To this day, I think it is a powerful piece. Uh, I think Tim kind of caught lightning. And I'm glad we're finally able to to figure out a way to uh, share it at least, share yeah. it and do do him some justice and and you know attribute to his creativity and also you know a conversation. You know, one of the things we kept mentioning through that story was that one of the clansmen was holding something in his hand, and throughout, this is what it was: it was the Confederate flag that they kept waving. And we know that the Confederate flag is being disused in many, many places. And high time, about time we put that war behind us. It, you know, the Civil War and the Confederacy lasted a shorter amount of time than, you know, rock star lives and careers, you know. <laughs> Nirvana lasted longer. Than, uh, uh, than the Confederate flag, you know. For that, and, say the Stones have lasted longer. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about short-lived. You know that they only put out a couple albums. They lasted longer than the Confederacy. You know, so why the Confederacy and the Confederate flag is still being waved and held? It's time to move forward. It's time to be the United States of America. And you know, all respect, all respect to the South. All respect to, you know, some of my writing heroes are from the South, you know, um, and they're having some hard times right now with the coronavirus uh, uh, numbers uh, slamming upwards every day. And, and we wish them the best on that. But as far as this piece of history and this symbol. Yeah, I think it's time for us to move forward with some new symbols, with some new, I you know, embrace the idea of America. 
you know, yeah, in a way that maybe we haven't been. One of the things that seems to hold some people back is fear. And I mean, I understand the emotional essence of fear. I get it. You know, that's that's a part of human nature, even in, and to what level individuals take it is a whole nother thing. But, you know, the fear of the future, the fear of different, the fear of change, that's that's debilitating to to us all on so many levels that, you know, you, you got to let go of that. You've, you've got to embrace the possibilities of and if this sounds woo woo or, or hippie or whatever, too damn bad. You've got to embrace the possibilities of the collaborative experience of human nature. Every single culture on this planet has contributed something to the betterment of humankind. And the fact that some factions do not want to recognize that, you know, that is a problem. And it's the thing that's held us, us back for so damn long. And I and nobody, I mean, th those who are protesting now, those who are beginning to protest, those who are, as my, my offsprings like to say, are awake or woke, um, you know, they're acknowledging that some of this, as Chris is saying, is old, okay? It's, it's not old like yesterday's, you know, uh, clothing styles. It's, it's like old, like stank old. Like, like, you know, this is something that really should have been gone and forgotten to the point of where you don't even, you have to like dig in the history books to find out we ever acted this way. But okay, not only is it not that gone, but folks don't want to let go of it. And I think that's, that's got to change because there's far more benefits ahead. And, but you know, I, here we are wrestling that fight right now, wrestling that fight right now. And, and if there's things that can be done officially, you know, whether it's removing portraits or removing statues or anything, that's great. That's fine. That's, but the real difference is going to be winning over the hearts and minds and, and getting deep interior change. You know, and when people start seeing people as people, you yeah. know, and, and that's it's as simple as that. Yeah. You know, you could get the science behind it. You can get the similarities of culture. You can get all that sort of stuff. But it's until we just give up all the fictionalized differences and all the imagined offenses and made up superiority and just get on with the idea that we are just variations on the same human being. Yep, variations on the same thing, the same. And again, you know, as 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 creatives, as collaborators, which you know, Chris and I have been for years, and Tim and Chris and Tim and I, and just all the wonderful people that I've had a chance to work with, there's been so much wonderful material, not just political or social you know, or superheroes, but there's been so much great storytelling done when mm -hmm. people get together. You know, when people get together and combine things and discover things and share things. You know, so the the, the beauty of discovery is is remarkable. And if you're afraid of that, then you will always live in the past. You will always live in the shadows. You will always Yeah. yeah. I agree. And and today's story, only seconds left to live is you know is a, a revenge a justice story it's a violent story well that's not necessarily the way to go but to save that man's life blackjack had to get through a wall of hate mm -hmm. you know but when we look at black lives matter they're doing it through words and ideas 
and physically marching. But uh, between social media and uh, keeping on message uh, and refocusing that message, you know, they have gotten both sides away from the violence of the first week or so. That's really historic, and that's very important to to note and to celebrate and to compliment. Absolutely, celebrate it, and by the same token, and Chris and I talked pre-show, uh, so I don't feel the need to bring up the specifics, but it is because things are moving right now in what we both consider a better place, communication, talk. Put the violence down, man, and just get in there and talk. Because of that does not mean we can now slowly forget about this. No. It doesn't no, mean no. that at all. There's no reason to stop the conversations because people are not being violent. That is not what that means. It means no. there are saner ways to dialogue and improve and change without taking lives and damaging and destroying property. Just because the food is out of the oven doesn't mean we've finished the meal. <laughs> we still, right? We still need to sit down and break bread. We there still need to sit down and talk about so many things. And the backdrop of coronavirus should be an inspiration for, yeah, this is the time to talk and to get past these useless limitations so we can help each other get past these much bigger issues. And by the way, while Black Lives Matter and uh, George Floyd and oh God, so many other victims are in the news and prominent and coronavirus is right behind them. We still have the economy. We still have global warming. We still have so many other things that we need to work together on. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we're missing some glorious stuff. You know, during the lock, uh, the, the lockdown or the quarantine, the atmosphere got better, got healthier, <laughs> right? And yeah. we should be learning from that. We should be saying, all right, listen, let's create some kind of event uh, incentive. And it has to be, you know, government and, and, and automobile companies and that kind of stuff. And you're going to have to get the, the oil guys in there because that's what's holding us back. But there should be an incentive to go all electric with their cars or something, because mostly it was the cars that weren't on the road. You know, all right, the factories need to be addressed, too. But there's a way we have the technology now to move forward together. But we can't seem to do that until we kind of give up on the hate. I got to I got to just jump in with with two things. One, you know, and, and none of this is in disagreement with Chris. What I find funny, you had your six million dollar man moment there. You know, we have the technology. <laughs> we know? have the technology. We but, can rebuild us. Yeah, right. We can rebuild us. <laughs> but the, the, you know, the other, or and the other thing to that too is, um, it's just like politics. And Chris knows how I feel about politics. But the reality is, right now we're in the voting cycle here. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. that's right. I, I've already voted. Many people I know voted for the Democratic primaries and all that kind of stuff. But the bottom line is, many people went in and they voted. For the president, presidential candidate they want. Senators, congressmen, councilmen, you know, any of those other representatives? No, you got to. You got okay. To. But didn't know, didn't care. But the bottom line is the moment we relinquish 
our ability to communicate and regulate our government, mm -hmm. we screw ourselves. And I'm, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not a politician. I don't, I'm not in love with politics. I think there are too many games and, and deals made. But the reality is, if you vote somebody into office and then you walk home like, okay, I don't have to deal with this now for another four years, you're wrong. Right. If the person's wonderful, you've got to support them. If the person's well, screwing up, you've got to be right on their butt. Right on. There's, and there's some yeah. signs, there's some signs nationally that people are paying attention and people are voting out the long-term veterans. It happened in the North Bronx, right? Well, you yep. know, a little yep. further uh, east of you, uh, where uh, a, a congressman that had been there since I was a reporter. That's two full careers ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he's been a congressman since then. He lost his primary. Yeah. You know, people are saying, listen. Ain't seen no change. Time to go. We can't. Well, we got. It just seems to me that this is an upheaval like we haven't seen since maybe, you know, like post Watergate and that kind of stuff. Or, you know, or, or, or maybe Obama's first term when he got in and. and both houses went, but that's getting all political. I'm really, yeah, but I, I'd I, rather I, talk about people than politics. People right, over politics. People over politics. One of our taglines. I'm simply saying that, with that in mind, people need to make sure that our representatives are taking care of the tasks we need them to take care of. So it's not about handing the job off, but it's about us making sure we're getting what we voted for. On right the, now is the time to pay attention. Right. Voting that, I would also say. That going back to creatives, because we never forget that. Going back to a few weeks ago, we asked folks, we said, hey, you know, what are you writing? You know, ha you know, little short stories, whatever. Anything against the backdrop of Corona? It doesn't have to be specifically about Corona. We, we did a little demo here and everything. Um, yeah, a little bit, uh, but nothing. Not, not really. You know, and I'm thinking, once again, folks, our voices, that's our power. Especially mm -hmm. as creatives, that's our power. Uh, I would still, and I know Chris wouldn't fight me on this, I would still like to see you guys turn in short stories or articles or whatever you've written about how this time period has affected you or characters that you've worked on or a story that reflects maybe love in the middle of all this. It doesn't have to be about the virus. But this is a backdrop that we're living through right now with, with everything. Yeah, this is a rich tapestry. Could be about the virus. Could be about Black Lives Matter. Could be about yeah. any of this stuff. Yeah, speak. Speak. Use and your you know, use your gift. You know what, Alex? What, Chris? I think we should offer some help. I think. What are you thinking, Chris? Well, I'm thinking that every episode in July he says should be should kind of like I don't know what tell the damn story summer writers clinic. Then you know it's funny, Chris. I was. Not clinic, but I was thinking the same. Whatever you want to name it, bro. <laughs> I don't think you know, we're talking about a virus on a clinic, eh, boot camp, um, a writer's workshop, retreat, whatever you want to call it. You know, yes, I think we should do that. The tell not retreat, story. Maybe charge. <laughs> yes, you know what? You know um, what we'll do? Let's get a couple of special guest stars with us. You know what? Might I be a like, good idea. I like that. Yeah. And I tell you what, let's juice this up a bit more because, you know, mm. we, um, unless, you know, people want to send that in, and then in which case we'll, we'll, we'll offer a prize. But I think we should be willing <laughs> to, you know, anybody wants to turn in something, we might even do a, a reading, a short reading, an excerpt from your work yeah. during the summer. 
All right, you want to you mm. want to get some reaction to it? You want to hear how people respond? Yeah. Send something in. Send something Just in. Pl please don't send your 500-page manuscript. That'd be a long podcast. <laughs> That'd be an extremely long podcast. We'll get several chapter, people in to read it. No, we're talking cool, short story, or a poem, or poem, a short story, articles. or a poem, or a haiku. Yep. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we've got we've got uh, a gentleman who um, I think what does he creates a poem or a rap every. Well, he, he's he's it's he's so uh, prolific and so inspired that we have to get him on and we're waiting we're, we're just waiting to hear he it looks like it's a go and um if it's all a busy good, man then we'll promote it um starting uh, next week but yeah. um he could share a little something something if, if he's uh well, if he get him on know, i don't want to put him on the spot but the no, guy no. the guy does well on this you don't have to put him on the spot i'm more than happy to do yeah, that. That's not, that's not fair. We got to get him on in front of Mike first, bro. What you doing? All right. So, we'll see what we can do. We'll so see. We have but, but again, going back to the folks at, at hand, you know, wherever you are, you've got our email address. You've got the comment section. If you need any kind of additional information from us, just ask. Got the social media. Just yeah, sure don't tell us. Uh, tell a damn story. Read. Let's make this a summer of reading and writing and creativity. Yeah. And let us let us huh? shine light on what we can do, the creative, positive things that we can do. Talk about it, share it, let's get the word out there. So let's review. We have uh, Blackjack coming to town at the very end of June. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We have uh, the first <laughs> ever Tell the yeah, Damn Story, story. Conference. Just to be clear, sorry, I stepped all over that, Chris. Give me a second. Let me just clear that up. Yes, Chris is right. End of June, June 30th, we've got a new... <laughs> I wish you could see his Gabby Hayes face here. <laughs> anyway, we've got a new Blackjack short, short story, a new Blackjack short story dropping on June 30th, again, reflective of the times. Uh, and then behind that, we got by the way, stuff happening. What? By the way, Alex, great price for that story. Yeah. What was that? Free for nothing. Yeah. Free for nothing, baby. Free. That's right. Free. Can you say that? Everybody say that. Sure you can. Okay, so... So we got that on the 30th, and right. then comes July, We're and the start. first ever Tell the Damn Story uh, Writers Conference Boot Camp, whatever. Yeah, right. We'll come um, up with a really cool name because we're writers. Yeah. We can do that. We need to write something. And then if we look far enough into the future, August, you smell that in the distance? You smell that? Oh my God! Yeah, we got something else coming. Yeah. All, all I got to say is. More fun in August. We yes, got fun okay. coming in July. Ju in June, we got fun and good guests in July. And August, whew, gonna be one weekend coming in August. <laughs> you better clear the decks for tell the damn story come that weekend. There you go. There you go. But we'll be All hinting right. at that over the weeks to come. So keep your eye on our Instagram account and on our Facebook page and all that good stuff. Yeah, we just turned into just shameless teases, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, well, you, know, you know, you got the goddess, and and I've got the rest of the world. Um, there you go. Way, That's a good way, deal for me. I'll take that yeah, deal any day. Way, by the way, um, let us not forget or lose or blow over the opportunity to remind the world that you're back in blog. I am black in blog. Yes, I am. No, no, not black in blog. Back in blog. I'm back in blog. There you go. Yes. <laughs> or, <laughs> 
or black and bog, which is not yeah, the I but I'm both. <laughs> blah blah blah. In the, in the but anyway, no, you, no, I am back. You um, dropped heavy ones in the past couple of those. Those are also on the Tell the Damn Story Facebook page. Yeah, they. You know what? Uh, they were bubbling up for a long time. You know, uh, I, I don't want to be that person who just adds his voice for the sake of adding his voice. You know. So I said, wait, let me think about it one more, see what I wanted to say. And I had two things to say, and I said them. And uh, our sister complimented them, so I know that they're okay. Oh, Sister Wiley, yes. Sister Wiley, once once she gives you the okey-doke, you know. I tell you what, sometime during the line, that might be a great, uh, that might be a great guest. Sister Wiley, absolutely. That might be that might be a great guest right there. We have folks just for those of you who are going. What the heck are they talking about? Uh, we have a few particular fans who chime in now and then in different ways. Either they let us know with a note or a comment or something, a particular episode that they enjoyed, or they give us the three cheers. But I also know that that both Sister Wiley and um, Sister Stallworth uh, both have hit the writing trail again. Oh, you know what? Sister Stallworth gave me some approval too. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a good week for me. Yeah, and, and there, are few, there are a few others out there who uh, let us know that the, the tips, the shows, the things we discuss are helping them get their 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 writer groove or their creative groove on. So you know, absolutely, thank you for letting us know. Uh, share us with your friends and family. You know, um, and and I mean, we do what we do because people were there for us when we were coming forward. And we, we, you know, don't mind paying it forward, enjoy paying it forward. And Chris and I both have not only in the conferences or conventions or things that we've, uh, we've gone to and shared and helped people, but we've also seen some remarkable things happen with students that we've had over the years. And you don't, you don't get much more blessed than that when you see people that you've, you know, shared what you could, watch them take off and and go there and find their dreams and get out there and start looking to hit their goals. Those are, those are remarkable moments for us. And it's, it, it's really, um, it's a beautiful thing where they go in their own direction. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to be doing exactly what you do. Oh, you God. know, the, the, <laughs> the idea, yeah, right? Yeah. The idea is always, you know, listen to your own heart and follow your own path and go there and just and find you your know, own voice. Yeah. 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 And, Man, I've been blessed because there's so many different uh, uh, former students who are doing fantastic stuff, and that's a good life. Even in the in the midst of all the work that Black Lives Matter has to do, and and is or is is doing because someone has to. That's mm-hmm. maybe a better way of saying that. And all the work to coronavirus, and you know, even if you gotta tip your hat to the teachers and the people and the administrations who run the schools they've been you know who just got through the end of school year just finished the other day yeah and today in jersey as in states across the country they're saying okay and here's what we anticipate for september lord have mercy they did i mean maybe they got to take two breaths and it's it's you know and it's not like okay we want you to be able to open the schools and also have a plan in place for distance learning and figure out how to keep social distancing in the classroom and service all of your students who were, you know, triple the size of distance learning classes. So they've got so much just piled onto their shoulders right after they finished 
you know, with the exception of graduation, they just finished doing a Herculean job. So everybody, and you know, the businessman, we, Tina, the goddess and I, we were running around errands and we said, you know what? Places are open now. Let's treat ourselves to uh, our favorite restaurant. It was just like a little place in the town, you know, mm-hmm. called Backstreet Cafe. Mm. And uh, shout out those, Backstreet. We yeah, little, 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 hideaway, little hideaway place, right? Yeah. And we went there. It didn't survive coronavirus. Oh, man. It's gone. It's going to be a, a Colombian bakery or something now. Which is fine, you know. Uh, that, yeah, but no, no, you're you're lamenting the loss. Not, oh not yeah, to, yeah, just such know. a heartbreak. And and there are a lot of businesses out there that that stumbled. And for those that survived, go to your local businesses and and put some green on the counter if you can, because we you know we need to keep oh, the local yeah, economies that's, that's going. That's not just a slogan. Yeah. Yeah. God. God bless. God bless Amazon. It kept us through a lot of stuff, but. We need the local places. We need the mom and pop shops. You know, first day it was open, or, or, or I mean, open with in, uh, through traffic that I could get there. I went to my local comic book shop. I haven't bought a comic book in a long time, but I figured out something to buy. You know, just because I, I love that store. I love that store, and and whatever I can do. And, and Tyler came with me, and he did the same thing. He put you know, put a little bit of the money where your mouth is. Get out there. Speaking of so, speaking of young people and and reading stuff, actually, you reminded me of something that I I didn't actually think of until now, bringing up on the show. But I think it's it's appropriate anyway. And even if it isn't, here it comes. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, one of the things that came out of all of this uh, online learning, you know, there's some positive things, and people will talk about that later. But one of the things that happened that disturbed me, and I, I'm hoping that we get smarter from it, is a certain institutions, educational institutions, started to really enjoy this. Oh, this is great. This is a great way to do it. As a matter of fact, we're going to start to lean in this direction, period. Not taking into account that not every child has the facilities, the technology, the support at home, whatever, to get the lessons and move through the lessons to to be on screen all the time, to, you know, not to be able to deal with signal drops and all this sort of stuff. And it hurt their learning experience. It damaged their learning experience. And so to hear educational systems, some, talking about this is the way to go, not without a plan, not without a way to support those kids, you know? So I think that, again, you talking about mom and pop shops and all that, bookstores, anything that can put literature, reading, how-to information into young people's hands, please support that. Because we're not ready to all go to the tablets. We're not all ready to start becoming nothing but screen hunters. You know, we we need the contact. We need the interaction. Peers need to support peers. You know, many of my students back up some of the other students on certain things, you know, where they have a strength and the other one doesn't. So that's all a part of human beings. And so, yeah, absolutely, let us... Let us not let them down. And those of you who did, God bless you, those of you who did reading online, free reading, free free uh, shows and things like that, keep it up. Yeah. Keep it up. Now, adding some, some change, some switch up, some variety and diversity to uh, young people's experiences. Yes. And I, I, w- I would just add to that, um, not being in the physical presence 
of my students mm. from March until June was the most draining thing that I went through is, you know, and that, it's not about me. It's not, you know, but I think a lot of teachers were the same way and a lot of students were the same way. It wasn't the same. They didn't have the contact. They didn't have, you know, when you're in amongst people, there's a physical vibe, you know, there's an energy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that, that the energy of a school full of students is oh, one of the greatest energies there. And students need that. They, you know, we are a social creature. We need to be amongst each other and trying to figure out how it is and how to do that and how to be aware and be uh, um, vigilant uh, against this coronavirus is a tall order. Mm -hmm. But I, I really don't believe that distance learning can take the place of it can be, you know, one of your classes or something like that. I can't see it taking the place and especially not for high school and, and, and younger. It can't take the place of real live school. So it's a lot to do, but we got to push forward for it. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. But then, you know, this is from a couple of extremely wise old codgers. Yes. We're talking about, okay? <laughs> you know what we're talking about. Yes, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I love how we were so focused at the beginning of the class. Or beginning of the episode, <laughs> and, right? And then, and then once we got there, we celebrated by like just blurting out everything else that was in. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who still stuck around, stuck around to the end, thank you so very much for keeping the faith on that. And we hope that um, this blackjack uh, tale cr uh, uh, created by uh, Tim Fielder and uh, finished by you know by us today. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it, and if you did, tell it, tell somebody. Yeah, you tell know? somebody, and and keep keep an eye out because you know the thirtieth is 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 Monday, and uh, it's that's right, when it's right around the corner. The, the news short story I'll, I'll say it again: yeah. the news short story drops. And brand just, new, brand new. I'll also short story by the way, and I'll also um, <laughs> make possible available for you guys a download of the cover for yeah. only a seconds left to live. Uh, just so you can at least get us a, a little taste of Tim's artwork. And, and as yes, and the energy that is Tim feels. It's an intense story. Um, the the, the cover is very striking and possibly a little instigating. But, you know, it was inspired by a striking, horrible, instigating incident. And so yeah. it reflects that. Yeah. You know, yeah. hate begets, begets hate and love begets begets. Well, it was going to be. You tried. Thing. You tried. You were doing well. Yeah. The, the bottom line. On that you know, note, I think I've said enough today. Yeah, Chris, and I, <laughs> Chris and I both. You know, we're not we're not advocating violence at all. That's not who we are. But we do understand sometimes people react, and so the idea is let's get the communication going so we have less of those reactions. And on that note, I will echo Chris in saying, thank you for being with us. I repeat, send in your stories. We will share them with you. Be prepared for the month of July with the Tell the Damn Story. A writer's boot camp or whatever we're going to call it. We'll come up with a title. Hey, suggest a title even. Suggest. Please, please name this course. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> help, help us. Clearly, we can't settle help, on a name. Help, help me <laughs> anyway, until next time, folks. Love you. Take care. Chris, as always. Oh, tell the damn story. Peace. <laughs>